welcome to Unbelievable. I'm Katie. I'm Emma. And this week we've got an absolute <laughs> cracker of an episode. Yeah, we do. What do we have? What's on the menu for today? We've got some fairies and we got some witches. Takes <laughs> every month. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. Delicious in Westerb. <laughs> Sorry, this <laughs> off-menu podcast. <laughs> I'm sat with Ed Gamble. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Hope we've enticed you in. Sit back with a glass of Prosecco. Try it. I stumble over my words every Emma. <laughs> Sit back with a. <laughs> Sit back with a glass of prosecco and enjoy another episode of Unbelievable. Right, Emma, are you ready for a very witchy tale today? Absolutely, hit me. <laughs> so this is a true life tale. My home's a witch's hotbed. <laughs> it's called Bewitched. Okay, yeah. Let's hear him. I'm the newest member of a long dead coven. Hang on a second. I swear we've had the, this one before, haven't we? What do you mean? You know the one, um, oh, what was it? When they're in the, it's the brand new coven member and then they raise the devil oh, from the woods. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is Leslie Conway, 56, <laughs> from North Shields, Tyne and Ware. At first glance, my home seems nothing special. Just an ordinary house on an ordinary estate. You wouldn't think it was a hotbed for paranormal activity. I love that, a hotbed. (laughs) But you'd be wrong, dot, dot, dot. Okay, I'm enticed. It all started in February 2005, about six months after I'd moved in. Time for a nice relaxing bath, I decided. (laughs) That's you every Sunday. As I spiralled downwards. <laughs> Eating chips in the bath. Right. The other day, I literally had a downward spiral and I ate soggy McCain's chips in the bath whilst watching The Office what? and it was wonderful. I was literally not in the flat and I came back and came. <laughs> it was like this jelly pool that has just been eating chips in the bath. It's very good for the soul. As the hot water soothed my tired limbs, I felt my eyes close. Oh, she's selling a bath. Yeah. <laughs> Before I knew it, I found myself standing on a grassy plain. Surrounded by crowds of people in rough clothes from ancient times. So she's fallen asleep in the bath. (laughs) That's what you'd you'd assume. (laughs) I'd gone back in time. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she assumes. I was still reeling from the shock of this when an old woman... (laughs) (laughs) She's very self-assured, isn't she? (laughs) It's so fast moving as well. Like in the space of two sentences, she's gone from having a bath to being in ancient times, and now we've got the reveal of an old woman. I don't understand how we haven't had her thought process there. So it literally goes from like in the bath to oh my goodness, I'm back in touch. <laughs> Nothing in the middle. I was still reeling from the shock of this when an old woman, her long grey hair tied back in a plait, spoke to me. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> She's everywhere. <laughs> Omnipresent. Little throwback to episode 15. <laughs> My name is Martha. She smiled to me. When the crowd moved off, we followed. What was the crowd for? <laughs> These are the, cra- the rough clothes from ancient times. Does she just mean like a busy marketplace? Or Come something? on, I is need to recap okay, these last two sentences. <laughs> She's closed her eyes and before she knew it, she was standing on a grassy plain surrounded by crowds of people in rough clothes from okay, ancient what times. What does rough clothes mean as well? Because I'm imagining like, peasant clothes. Yeah, I think that's what she's getting at. Clo- that's like, just because we have a vivid imagination. A sack of flour. <laughs> <laughs> Baldrick. Yeah. Oh, Blackadder. When the crowd moved off, we followed. 
As we wandered, she told me about her life as a witch and a wise woman. I was spellbound. This is very unprompted, isn't it? <laughs> she's just being approached. Also, if she's gone back in time to medieval times, she should not be every first person you see going, I've been a witch for so long. <laughs> no, witch, she... witch, 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 witch. <laughs> she's a witch. <laughs> she's not said she's a witch. Martha the old woman. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, right. Martha yeah. should not be just telling anyone. <laughs> Martha's going to get burnt at the stake. We walked for hours. Finally, as dusk settled, stone blocks lit by flaming torches appeared. Stonehenge! (laughs) (laughs) I feel quite jealous. (laughs) She's having such a good little daydream. I know. Chilling out in the bath. For hours, the bath's freezing cold at this point. This is what you could be doing if you weren't eating oven chips and watching the office. (laughs) We spent the night feasting to celebrate a pagan festival. Then my bathroom swam back into view. I shook my head vigorously, wondering if I was losing the plot. Well, that's the bit. <laughs> that's the main Returning to reality is the bit you think you're losing the plot. <laughs> <laughs> the delusion's too strong. But before I could write the whole experience off as a crazy dream, I heard Martha whisper in my ear. <laughs> because that means you're not crazy, you also hear it in real life. Is there anything you'd like to ask? <laughs> she said softly. That's when I knew I wasn't going crackers. <laughs> I really had been transported back to when Martha was alive. That centuries is not <laughs> You're hearing voices. I've got an ancient witch for a pal, I laughed out loud. Oh my god. Imagine the flatmate. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be that surprised if Katie did that. <laughs> you just hear you me just from hear the bathroom. Muffled. We've got an ancient witch as a pal. Woohoo! <laughs> That visit seemed to open up a psychic connection. <laughs> I just picked it up that I'm sat there thinking that you're watching the office eating chips. <laughs> and I just hear you talking wah, 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 to yourself. You just look and there's like a glowing light under the door and like... <laughs> I wouldn't even look twice, I'd just carry on. That visit seemed to open up a psychic connection between me and Martha. And through the link... Martha taught me all that she knew about witchcraft. She gave me recipes for potions and showed me how to perform spells. She's having just like a little lesbian date, <laughs> which is fine. Like You might be into Martha, grey little plat and being a little witch. Oh, what's her name, Lynn? Um, Leslie. Leslie. <laughs> you can be who you want to be, Leslie. I'd always been spiritual, but now I felt I'd finally found my true calling. Then, to my surprise, the other witches in Martha's coven started to pop in for visits. <laughs> to be fair, it sounds like she's really cool. What, Martha or Leslie? <laughs> I, I feel like I use the wrong word then. I don't cool. mean cool, but I mean, if, if this is really happening, you'd feel well special being chosen. It's just her having a day. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So, she's now got other witches popping up. Yep. Do you want to hear their names? Yes. Their names were Bella, Lillian... Joy, <laughs> Caroline, Edith, Naomi, Leslie, Fengol, Mary, Marge, and Estelle. I don't know why her own name is in there as well, like another Leslie witch. <laughs> she ran that. Fengol used all that energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Judith, Karen, Fengol. And then she didn't have any more up her sleeves, so she said Leslie. 
You've been chosen as the 13th member of the tribe, Martha told me. That sounds like unlucky straight away, bad vibes. I was over the moon. (laughs) Martha suggested I got a tattoo to celebrate. Right. I sat down with a pen and paper to sketch my design. (laughs) I decided to have a goat with antlers with red (laughs) flaming eyes over my face. My hand started to fly quickly across the page as Martha psychically sent me a design of ancient runes, (laughs) the symbol of the coven. Will the tattoo hurt? I wondered nervously. The other witches have theirs carved on their scalps, Martha oh, right. replied. <laughs> I'm imagining, you know, the the like druids from Britannia, yeah. like sharp pointy teeth with like scalp tattoos. It just went from like this nice floaty sisterhood to being yeah. like, ready to have your skull carved. <laughs> I feel like they're really peer pressure now. It's taken a turn. <laughs> it just turned really dark really quick. They told me to start experimenting with meth. <laughs> Ouch! I think I'll stick with an arm tattoo, thanks, I said, <laughs> wincing. Clutching my sketch, I went to a tattoo parlour. As the needle pierced my skin of my shoulder, I grimaced with pain. But suddenly, the stinging stopped and my shoulder was numb, frozen. Thanks, you lot. I whispered. Oh my god, the tattoo artist is like, get out of my shop. When I got home, Martha gave me a recipe for a potion to put on my new tattoo. It healed in just two days. Like quite normal. (laughs) (laughs) My house is full of magical energy, thanks to its regular special witchy guests. It's so ordinary from the outside, and so otherworldly from within. That's not to say it's easy living with a coven of witches. The living room can get a bit crowded. Oh, hang on. So they've invited themselves to live there now. So, yeah, they're just hanging around this all the like time. This feels like bad energy. If this is real, I don't think this is 13... Nice yeah, they're using that energy to, like, channel through this crazy lady. Yeah, 13 witches oh, just God. hanging out in, like, a Newcastle bog-standard <laughs> yeah. flat. The living room can get a bit crowded, and they're always playing tricks on me. So here we go. (laughs) What are the tricks? Sometimes I levitate above my bed, and then my head rotates 360 degrees. Sometimes, yeah, I get this, like, really weird cloggy throat, yeah, and I sick up this, like, (laughs) like, foam. Thank you for the tattoo recommendations. (laughs) Once the doorbell rang at three o'clock in the morning, I leapt out of bed and ran downstairs. That's when I heard them giggling. (laughs) She's just being haunted. Avon calling. (laughs) They chortled. Stop. Stop. That's not real. You added that in. No, no, I swear to God it's there. He says, that's when I heard them giggling. Avon (laughs) calling. They chortled. (laughs) How do they have any understanding of what Avon is? (laughs) They're ancient witches. You buggers, I grumbled. <laughs> Such an underreaction to 13 witches ringing your doorbell at 3am going, hey, Bob. Highest underreaction of the century. And they often change the time on my bedside clock, so I get up too early. Right, she's just being haunted at this point. I still feel closest to Martha, though. She and I are even having a competition to see which of us can grow our hair the longest. (laughs) And that's what friends do. Banter. (laughs) She's taught me so much. As well as a wise woman healer, I'm now a high priestess. Of course (laughs) And Martha's helped me design my own deck of tarot cards. I've helped them, too, by bringing their work and traditions into the (laughs) 21st century. So if you want to buy my tarot cards, actually, that's the point of the article. 
Yeah, she does have two websites. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They always have something to sell at the end. We need their healing energy and understanding of the natural rhythm of life more than ever in these troubled, changing, materialistic times. When my time comes, I'll go to live with the wise women in their forest glade in the, <laughs> the spirit world. The wise women. Eva. <laughs> 3 a.m. Well, they're not like a comedy collective, but... <laughs> yeah. But... Until then, I'm honoured to share my home with a tribe of witches. Okay, right. What do you think of that? Well, it's not what I thought it was going to turn into. I think it's between an eight and a nine. It's not quite a nine You questioned yet. whether I'd written the Avon calling bit. Yeah, that's one line, though. That's not the whole article. Is it Chatted's Fate? It's very... It's their kind of thing. Yeah, it's Chatted's Fate. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> so you're, you... I think... If you don't give this a high rating, you believe that Bella, Lillian, Joy, Caroline, Edith, <laughs> Naomi, Leslie and Leslie, Thengoff, Mary, Marge and Estelle all inhabit a Newcastle-like semi. <laughs> no. Do you think that is true? No, I don't. So surely I get a 9 or a 10 for that. I'll give you a 9. Alright. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay, cool. Okay, so this one. My home is overrun by fairies. So this, this is, is another one I feel like we've had a thousand times before. <laughs> yeah, we have. It's an, I've reached rock bottom until a visit to the magical realm changed my life. So this is by Jane Flintoff, 57. It was the early hours of the morning and I tossed and I turned, wishing I could fall asleep so I could forget how hopeless I felt. Aww. Life just didn't seem worth living anymore. It was March 2019 and I'd recently been made redundant from a job at an after-school club. Now, with bills mounting up and no new job in sight, my sadness was turning into despair. Emma! This isn't the funny bit, it gets funny. (laughs) Please, someone, help, I whispered desperately. Just then, a huge, glowing figure walked into my room and paused at the end of my bed. A huge, glowing figure? Yeah. Its head was brushing the ceiling. That's how big it is. Oh, that's maybe just getting <laughs> chills God's on my sake. arm. Why so do you scary. believe everything? <laughs> Who are you? That's not fair. I right? croaked. <laughs> Wait, she croaked. That's I imagine it like a frog. That, oh, yo. That's a great word. <laughs> yeah. I croaked, pulling the covers up to my chin. What do you want? As the figure inched nearer, her oh features my God. came into Emma, view. terrifying. <laughs> I'm really scared of that. She had long, shimmering blonde hair and iridescent wings, but her clothes weren't like an angel's. They were earthy coloured and made of cloth. Rough. She, <laughs> yeah, rough. <laughs> rough peasant clothes. <laughs> Sachet away. <laughs> Category is rough. <laughs> and she wore a garland in her hair made of leaves and pink flowers. Then I realised she was a fairy. That's not a fairy. If it's so didn't... long. Hang on. I'm not letting you go forward yet. How tall are her ceilings? When have you ever seen a fairy that is so large, <laughs> its head brushes against the ceiling? Yeah. In every single depiction of a fairy in human history, that has never been the case. Well, do you know what? It's not scary, because I still don't believe... Because, I mean, I haven't even got to the juicy part of this one. But... They have all said that a glowing figure stands at the end of the bed when they're desperate and need help. Yeah, okay, I'm not... Like, that is a that's correlation. That's not a fairy, though. That would be an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get our classifications of winged mystical beings right, please. Come on. It seems more alien, doesn't it? Well, that's like the Nordics. They're like seven foot and blonde. Yeah, but not brushing against the ceiling. Actually, we're not bringing that alien chat into this. <laughs> yeah. That's something we don't do on the podcast, Katie. <laughs> we believe that. Then I realised she was a fairy. 
But they didn't exist, did they? I believed in them as a child, but not as an adult. Suddenly, in my head, she spoke to me. Don't be afraid, she said. I'm going to take you to the Isle of Avalon. (laughs) I recognised the name. I had heard it was somewhere in Glastonbury, six hours' drive away from my home in Wakefield, West Yorkshire, where the veil between the unseen worlds and ours is at its thinnest. With that, the fairy sprinkled a glittery gold powder over me and I closed my eyes. When I opened them again, I was travelling in a strange open-topped carriage. (laughs) Peering over the edge, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. She'd be mates with Leslie. (laughs) Yeah, they would. There were fairies everywhere, milling about among what looked like a town, filled with shops and colourful little houses that had strange pointy roofs and pretty front gardens. <laughs> How tall were they all? Because I'm quite fixed on the fact that she's like eight yeah. foot. <laughs> they all turned and stared as I passed them, some giggling. In the distance, I could see rolling green hills and woods. Do you know what I'm imagining? Like the fairy version of far, far away from Shrek. <laughs> like she's rolling life. down the carriage to Funky Town. <laughs> As we entered an orangey coloured building, I was told to climb orangey. out. <laughs> orangey, yeah. I was told, not just orange, <laughs> to clarify. I was told to climb out and stand in the centre of the room. That's when the fairy surrounded me. There were males and females, some with pointy ears, and all of them wearing strange clothes in greens, reds and browns. You are going to receive some healing, one of them said, as they each began glowing a different colour. I watched amazed as the energy began flowing from the hands of their crown of my head, swirling together. (laughs) I think I read that wrong. (laughs) I watched amazed as the energy began flowing from their hands into the crown of my head, swirling together in a dazzling rainbow. This is so scary. (laughs) I felt warm and fuzzy and more relaxed than I had in ages. So they're all stood surrounding her with their like arms up mm-hmm. and there's light coming out of their hands and just going straight into her head. Yeah. After she's been to their town. I'm going to give you healing. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Why do you look so confused? Because for me, this would be a really scary, terrifying <laughs> experience. Things will get better now, one said, stepping forward to sprinkle the strange fairy dust all over me again. I think she's been having too much fairy dust. <laughs> I felt myself being teleported back to my bed. No one will ever believe this, I thought, lying there, stunned. And she was right. (laughs) After that, I felt better than I had in ages. I couldn't stop thinking about what I'd seen. Was it all real? No. Like, you're in bed, it's just a dream. (laughs) That's when I remembered reading how people use fairy doors to invite fairy folk into their homes. The idea was they created a magical gateway into their realm. If they were real... I could soon find out. So I fitted one in a quiet spot on the skirting board of my living room. Do not do that. Stop messing around with it. Like <laughs> The landlord comes back like, what have you done again? Even though I'm joking, like you actually don't know what things do. <laughs> Stop it. What, so you actually believe she went to the fairyland? No, but if you, you start... believe in fairy doors? <laughs> no, but if you don't... We don't know, do we? <laughs> it sounds like you believe in I feel in like them. it's just crossing over and just asking for trouble if you start doing What, it's like the fairy like version of a Ouija board? Yeah, like me and Emma vowed never to do an Ouija board. <laughs> I actually don't find them funny. Yeah, no, that's how I really feel about this fairy door for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> a few days later, I was hoovering when a glimmer light caught my eye. Realising it was coming from the door, I rushed over and I gasped. 
A golden shimmering tunnel had formed around the door. It swirled greatly. Now I'm thinking of Coraline. You know that? Yeah, and nothing ever good comes from a portal. <laughs> what por- good has ever come from a portal? <laughs> the portal was open. We've all watched Primeval. That's such a big Ten percent of the British population fifteen years ago watched Primeval. Ten <laughs> percent. We've all seen it. People have heard of it. It's on those weird catch-up channels now. <laughs> With Hannah Spirit from S Club in it. <laughs> the only reason we watched and we loved it. <laughs> the portal was open. Now all I had to do was wait. Not long after, I was in the living room when I suddenly spotted a glowing blue light whiz past me. Pixie, pixie, pesky, no me. <laughs> Did it, what? Have you just added that <laughs> no, from your yeah. last one? <laughs> no, I added it because if that's what... Professor Lockhart does with the pixies. Oh. (laughs) Did you not get that? No. Wait, do this bit again. Not long after, I was in the living room when I suddenly spotted a glowing blue light whiz past me. Pixie, pixie, pixinomus. (laughs) That's my Harry Potter reference I know really well. (laughs) Katie just made me do that again (laughs) and stole my reference. She didn't even know why. My cat's Vincent and Cloud. the energy on cloud and then just thought of vincent my cat's, my cat's vincent and cloud he would be they go, go together you would be snoozing on the sofa vincent and cloud yes. nigel and realm judith and the everlasting whirlwind of the astral plane darren and death comes to us all <laughs> My cat's Vincent and Cloud, who had been sneezing on the sofa, suddenly looked up and bolted off after it. But the light had already vanished. Yet I could still hear the faint sound of little bells coming from the corner. Oh, God. (laughs) Now I was amazed. Now I had proof it wasn't just me who'd seen them. So the other people are her cats. (laughs) That's how crazy. That would not stand up in a court of law. Your Honour, bring forth the witnesses. <laughs> Vincent and Cloud. I think Cloud just there like, yes. <laughs> After that, I began seeing lights in other parts of the house, such as the kitchen, in shades of blue and green flitting about while I was cooking. The fairies were getting braver and venturing further out from the portal. <laughs> Researching online, I learned that the different colour fairies represented a different healing quality, for instance. Blue improves communication and red helps with love. Too bad they were all a spinning spiral of black darkness. <laughs> Colour faded away from them. One morning when I went into the bathroom, I couldn't believe my eyes. There, buzzing over the wash basin, were five orange-coloured fairies. And I could see their tiny wings. Reaching out, I touched one and snapped my finger away. Ouch! I cried, feeling like I'd been burnt. Suddenly, one of them spoke to me through my thoughts. We are here to bring you creativity. Just like that, they shot off. I set up an altar and items would be moved around. I found fairy figurines facing the wrong way or gifts I'd left, such as conkers or leaves, gone. It was nice having them around, but I desperately needed more help. I still hadn't found a job and my bills were mounting up. One day, a letter dropped on my doormat. It was from the phone company saying they were disconnected my line because I owed them so much money. Can I just say, directly next to this is a massive stamp saying, we pay up to £300 for your story. <laughs> <laughs> so 
say, say make of that what you will. <laughs> what could have made of it? What am I going to do? I sighed. I barely had enough money to pay for food, let alone this. Lighting a candle on my altar, I prayed to the fairies for help. The following day, a letter arrived stuffed with a wad of cash. It was from a friend on Facebook who I barely knew. What? I felt drawn to send you this, they'd written. I hope it helps. Is this like the weird equivalent of got cash up? <laughs> Max Incredible. James, I am looking at you. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> no, you can't. I am. <laughs> That's a boy from Katie's school. <laughs> I prayed again this time for the fairies to find me a job. And they did. In January 2020, I landed a new role as a classroom assistant at a local school. Amazingly, some of the kids had seen colourful sparkles around me, and my friend Maria has even seen fairy lights floating around my house. Now I tell anyone who will listen about the amazing power of the fairies. Like angels, fairies are on hand to help us with whatever we need, but they are underutilised because most people don't believe in them. I'd long since stopped believing in them too, but now I know they're real, and it's them I owe my happiness. Oh, that was a nice bit <laughs> yeah, So, yeah, what do you think? She needed cash. <laughs> yeah. She got 300 quid for that, so fair play. Yeah, that was the wad of cash. Yeah, she earned that by writing a lovely tale. Wasn't Facebook. What'd you give me? Um, well, do you reckon it was better or worse than mine? I think better. I don't think it was better. Okay. Nine, mm-hmm. and then we're even. Yeah. Why are we being so diplomatic today? <laughs> Normally I'd be like, three. It was incredible. I didn't believe a word of it. One. <laughs> yeah, no, nice. Yeah, I'll take nine. A very mystical episode this week, Emma. I know, that was unbelievable bingo. We had fairies, witches, time travel, bathtub with sexy, grey plaited <laughs> women. We had Avon, Facebook. We had it all. So thanks for listening, everyone. This has been week 16 of Unbelievable. It's going so quick. Four more episodes. Yeah. And we can see the winner. If everyone wants to follow our Instagram, it's at Unbelievable Podcast. We've been trying to you know, actually post stuff on it. <laughs> Gotta get that social media feed. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Leave a review if you can. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye.